round two. Round two. Go. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a duende. Oh, fuck, it's a duende. He's here. I know. He heard us. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, but I don't have a dress Not on. Not my butt. Let's <laughs> give you the title of the episode. <laughs> okay. Hmm. That was that pretty was good. Not my butt. <laughs> <laughs> then where? <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. This is um episode 15, I believe. Yes. Yes, we are in episode 15. <laughs> Before we even start. Oh, God. Welcome. If you don't know us and this is your first time here, my name is Sarah, and that's Manny. <laughs> the finger guns are Manny, apparently. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Welcome uh, to Cryptids and Mystics. That's right. So, just going to get right to it. Take care of business real quick before we get into the fun parts. Uh, first things first, we have a Patreon. Please support us. That's right. We want your money. <laughs> we want to we be want able to. Support. We want your support. Yeah, mostly that, to be honest with you. We want your support. We want to keep buying coffee. That would be a wonderful thing. It fuels us to do these episodes Absolutely. several times in a row. <laughs> Absolutely. We tend we tend to record two to three episodes, you know, like yeah. all together. You know what? It's tiring to be on all the time. It is. <laughs> it is. But you know what? We love doing it. We love doing these things with you guys, yeah. Um, and we would like to continue to do that. So any support would be appreciated either through a Patreon mm-hmm. or rating us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yeah. Five stars, please. Yeah, that would be very, very nice. I would appreciate that very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you can write a review as well too. Be nice. Mm-hmm. We are a ragtag operation. You know, free range, cage free. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sarah loves no, that. No, I hate Sarah, it. Sarah, Sarah's gonna make a shirt I will that just says never that. love it. She looks forward to that every. Yeah. No, well, I do not. You, you know what? You know what? Uh, side note: I'm gonna ask Bobby to make me a shirt that just. Oh says my that. god! Free range, cage free. Bobby is one of our patrons' fathers, and he has a small business that um, prints on anything. Basically, yeah. he has an amazing machine, yeah. and he yeah. does really good work. He's yeah. worked for years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yep. he's, uh, his name is Andra Tease. That's what he goes under because his name is Andrade. Yeah, see? Really cool? yeah, a little play with words there. He has made me. t-shirts for us over the years for many things. Yes. Many things. He always comes I still have clutch. them to this day. Yeah. Quality work. Yeah, quality work. Um, And so I'm going to ask him to make me that shirt <laughs> uh, because he's awesome like that. Yeah, maybe he'll make our very first merch. <laughs> that would be pretty brilliant. <laughs> That'd be pretty brilliant. <laughs> We're recording in front of a live studio audience, by the way. And yeah. she's very excited. Yes, she is. She and doesn't we... even listen to this podcast, and she's ready to wear I our merch. To any podcast, just so we're all clear. Yeah. She's, I mean, she listens she's... when she's here. <laughs> I mean... The unedited, unfiltered version. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she gets to see how the sausage is made. Oh, um, that's so gross. I hate when people say that. No, I don't like it. Oh, okay, because when this pinching our butts wasn't bad enough, Yeah, I guess. but that's, like, funny as opposed to, like, seeing a sausage be made. <laughs> Have you ever seen a sausage be made? Yeah, it's gross. Is it? Yeah. I've never seen one. It's just some leftover shit. Oh. Yeah. What the hell are you doing with your hands? That's literally how they do it. That's literally how they do it. It's so gross. How was that again? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super gross. Yeah, I see that now. I don't know what this was. It's when you're done. 
when you're she's like she's like she's like dun dun <laughs> dun dun <laughs> the mexican sausage clearly oh. <laughs> oh no listen get your salchicha in order let's wow <laughs> anyway all right come back come back let's come back let's bring it back all right bring it back bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back. all right all right so yes follow us on the socials we have a instagram we have a ticky ticks um <laughs> not a ticky ticks all right tiktok uh-huh and all that right. is cryptid and cryptid is a mystic no, it's Cryptid and Mystic Pod. Sorry. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> yes, we, we, it is. We, we, it's Cryptid it is, and Mystic Pod. It is. Um, it, and if you go to any one of those socials, you'll actually see our link tree to link to like where you can stream the episodes, mm-hmm. Patreon, yeah. uh, you know, things like that. <laughs> um, also, we uh, try to do listener stories, too. Because we love to have you guys involved in this, we're yeah, we all love in to this hear together. Everybody's stories. Exactly. The, the the one we've been able to release so far was so much fun. Yes. To get all those stories, and I would love to do yet another one. Yeah, I want to put another one together. Absolutely. So, so please email us cryptosandmysticspodcast at gmail with your stories. You can send us an audio file. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to be interviewed by one of us, we can definitely do that as well yeah. too. We can do that online or in person. Exactly. Whatever, whatever is convenient for you. Exactly. Whatever works. And if, especially, you know, if you're in Southern California, we can figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, DM us your, yeah. your stories as well too, however you want. Slide into my DMs. That's we love I it. I would love for you to slide into our DMs <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah. Sarah, do you want to check to see how they're doing today? Um, I think they feel all right. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. I like I'm it. I'm getting like a decent vibes. Yeah, we're, we're just chill. Yeah. We're just vibing. Rolling with the homies. <laughs> We're clueless, rolling with the homies. <laughs> Keeping that. <laughs> Keeping all of that. I love Brittany Murphy so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, you guys need a moment. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> me and Amy are besties and it obviously shows. <laughs> I'm all like, do you guys need a moment? I'm more than happy to step away. I mean, you can be the third wheel. That's your I'm fault. just listening. I love this. <laughs> that's your fault. <laughs> I thought it was his problem. <laughs> Fault, but his problem. I mean, either way, I mean? it's the same thing. I mean, I guess improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. So I'm going first. Yay! Now I get to I get to sit back in the first half and just. Chill. I know, just vibe, bro. And it's a surprise. I don't know what Manny's bringing to me. Oh today. yeah, that is one of the things that we tend to do. We don't tell each other what we're covering because we like to be surprised, right? Unless it's a two parter, then you know. Yeah, then you know what's going down at that point. Um, but this surprise, is surprise. I'm changing it. <laughs> surprise! We're gonna revisit that later. No. Um, but this is a big one. Uh oh. Okay. This is a. You've big done one. a lot of big ones lately. Have I? Maybe he just. I feel. Like I don't no, know. No, this like is a big one. This is a big one. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. We're covering the Jersey Devil. Oh, I love the Jersey Devil. I yeah, do. See? That's one of the cryptids I oh, really that's right. We do did Puck Wedgie not too long ago, too. That's why we I did Puck Wedgie was a big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I love the Jersey Devil. I don't really know that much about him, so I'm ready to learn. This is so I have to uh, come with this disclaimer that there's so much information out there. Mm-hmm. So you're going to excuse me if I've cut out quite a bit because there's only a, a certain amount of time that I want to be covering this stuff. Okay. Um. So if I find things later that I think are going to be, you know, cool to talk about, mm-hmm. I'll eventually revisit it. 
or redo it or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that I have now is fucking cool. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I've invested three days worth of writing, rewriting, researching, oh, re-researching. I love that. Because I was okay. like, okay, I love this, and this is the first time I'm, I'm incorporating a podcast mm-hmm. into it because. It involves Benjamin Franklin. Anyway. Benjamin Franklin? Like the Benjamin Franklin? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And we'll get to that. Don't worry. Uh, that's that's the teaser wasn't you get out of it. wasn't expecting that, but okay. It, you weren't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. When I found that, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? On this show. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin on this show. You, you know, did it all. We, we cover all of our bases The Benjamins, here. as they say. Oh. <laughs> We'd love to make that money through Patreon. <laughs> we love some Benjamins, we if you know what I mean. <laughs> we would love some Benjamins. Um, we give you Benjamins, you give us Benjamins. Yeah, See? that's right. That's how it goes. It's Fair trade. Fair reciprocal. Trade. We're super cool. <laughs> we have to make that disclaimer that it's not. Mm. <laughs> Listen, we're trying. Anyway. Okay. Sources. Wikipedia, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Legend of the Jersey Devil through PinelandsAdventures.org. Mm. Weird New Jersey, the Jersey Devil. Uh, an article from app.com called This is Not a Cartoon, It's a Monster. Oh. The Jersey Devil's Very Real Pine Barrens Origin. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's World Podcast, Episode 192, Brian Regal, The Secret History of the New Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite books. I'm sure you know which one this one is. Oh, yes. The yes. United States of Cryptids, A mm-hmm. Tour of American Myths and Monsters by J.W. Booker. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. Oh, right. So... Um, I right off the bat, I didn't know that the Jersey Devil actually had another name. Okay, it's also known as the Leeds Devil. I didn't know that either. Okay, see already, I'm already, learning. I'm learning that right there. I'm like, goddamn, didn't know that. All right, so known as the Leeds Devil. So where is it located? Yeah, I'm sure you all think, oh, New Jersey dumbass, the Jersey Devil. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. All right, it. It it started in what was known at the time as West Jersey. There was no New Jersey at the time. Okay. So the region itself, once it became merged into what we know as New Jersey, is now known as the Pine Barrens, mm-hmm. which I covered in the Spooky Parks tour episodes a couple. I remember of that. Yeah. yeah. So, side note: the Pine Barrens are so vastly isolated that there were a lot of illegal distillers of moonshine hidden within the forest during the Prohibition Ooh, era. That's mystery. pretty cool. Okay. That's pretty cool. That. It's also believed that the mafia used this spot to dump bodies. Always the fucking mafia. What okay. is it with the mafia? Bro? I don't know, but it is Jersey. I mean, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah don't kill me, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, you know, aside from the Jersey Devil being there, I'm sure it's super fucking haunted then. Because mm-hmm. think of all the bodies and shit that's yeah. there, you know. Uh, that's just creepy. So, <laughs> Also... It's believed to have been spotted in Pennsylvania, so like areas closest to southern New Jersey. So okay. That so it seems like the Jersey Devil kind of covers a wide range, but of originates like forest from, area. Right, right, okay. right. So a description. Now, to be fair, it's been disputed that the Jersey Devil is more supernatural than a cryptid. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Fair, fair. But you know what? Fuck it. It's our show. I can do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want with it. So. I always think of him as a cryptid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't see why it wouldn't be a combination of the two, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be fair, you know? So, but again, it's our fucking show. Do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> it falls in there. I mean, we are, we do add Supernatural to this anyway. So that's yeah. Fine. But accounts differ on the description of the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. 
from the origin story that we'll eventually get into, mm-hmm. uh, here's a breakdown of how it looked. It had a horse face, or has a horse face, because it's still face? believed to be around. Yes. Okay. A horse face, long neck, horns, bat wings, a forked tail, mm-hmm. and two legs ending with hooves in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the typical. That's one pretty that standard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about I didn't know about the horse face one, but I knew about the rest. Yeah, and um, there's like old timey pictures that I'm gonna want to post when we release Ooh, the article. Okay. It looks so cool because it even came out in an almanac during the like 1700s and everything. Like, <laughs> okay. yeah, really, really cool. And and this will all make sense once we get further into the story. Okay. Okay. Um, other accounts have it described as as a bipedal kangaroo like creature okay with a horse or goat like head mm-hmm. and clawed hands oh okay. it also has similar hooves at the end of at, at the end of its legs mm-hmm. and a forked tail side note post civil war is when the current visual incarnation of the jersey devil started so there was different versions of it up until that point when the okay. that stayed consistently that way. okay so it's also reported to let out a high-pitched, blood-curdling scream. Mm-hmm. So, if you hear that in the Pine Barrens, you know, out there in Jersey, mm-hmm. you better get your ass away real quick. Okay. Does, does that sound like a human? Like, well, here's the thing. Okay. This is why I, I this next section, I, uh, uh, I titled it Three Different Origins. Because mm. I've always got to give you the origin story, right? Yeah. So, one of those... Origin stories goes that it started one stormy night in 1735 in a town known as Leeds Point. That's a long time ago. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> quite, quite, quite a couple hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Leeds Point is on the coast of southeastern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was a stormy night because of course it was a stormy. <laughs> it was night. a duck uh, and stormy uh, night. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Leeds, with some instances reporting her being a, a, a witch, because you know, oh, of course she was. I love that for her. She was due to give birth to her 13th child. Mm, The perfect number. (laughs) Some reports have her named as Jane Leeds. Okay. Just in case you wanted to know. (laughs) So needless to say, she was not happy with being pregnant. Pregnant. Who would? Um, Especially with 13 kids. 13 kids? No. No, And due to giving birth to practically a starting 11 for a soccer team, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, that's a lot. A lot. Also worth noting, she hated this because her husband was a deadbeat and a drunkard. Oh, no. Because of course he was. As they tend to be, you know. Yeah. In these stories, I'm sure. So she ended up cursing the child. And with that, she ended up giving birth to a monster. Nice. Some reports state that she cursed the child by declaring, let this one be a devil. (laughs) Why would you say that about your own kid? You. She was over it. But like, why would you want a devil for a child? I don't know, man. Maybe she's being extra about it. So dramatic. And then it turned out to be extra. So, you know. So it was... So she gave birth to it. One report has it that it was so insanely aggressive and evil that it started flying around the room the moment that it came out and started attacking everyone. Okay. And so here was the interesting thing I I didn't know about it. It was born... It came out normal. A normal baby at first. Okay. But within a matter of minutes, it started morphing into the devilish creature. Oh, no. That's okay. so crazy. So it's like, oh, like kind of going to the last episode of the Duendes, you know, like oh, when yeah. you're holding the baby, all of a sudden it's like morphing into something totally different. Mm, I see. I see. That's, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> so the child or the creature eventually found uh, its father and siblings hiding 
cowering in fear in, in another room. Mm-hmm. And then went over and killed them. <gasps> okay. So. Patricide. We love to see it. You know? <laughs> I mean, he was a deadbeat, to be fair. I mean... You know, he was not going to pay the child support. Did he kill all the other siblings or just like one? Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah, I guess wh- whoever was in the room. Okay. In, in that room hiding, like mm-hmm. the, the creature ended up killing them. Uh, so then the creature eventually flew up the chimney and escaped out into the wilderness to attack and torment those that wandered into the forest. Mm-hmm. So the other origin story started as a dispute between Quakers. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I went to Cal Poly Pomona. I know about Quakers, Mr. Yeah. Kellogg. <laughs> right. But see, here's here's so here's the interesting thing when it comes to this story, okay? So the origins of this one began around the late 1600s. So mm-hmm. even further back still. Uh when Daniel Leeds went up against the Quaker establishment. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Leeds was a Quaker himself obviously, but uh he started uh creating an almanac uh while living in what is known as West Jersey at the time. The Quakers weren't too keen on him doing that, which led to continued efforts of Daniel Leeds creating more almanacs, and the Quakers eventually outcasting him and considering him to be the devil. Why didn't they like the almanac thing? So, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, But again, that's how the legend of the Leeds devil came about, Mm. because they considered him to be, you know, the devil or whatever. So, in answer to your question of why they had such an issue with him doing that, uh, it, well, the thing was that he was big in incorporating, uh, incorporating not just his spiritual belief as a Quaker, but also other, uh, other philosophies like you know astrology and astronomy. Like he was like very open minded like that, Got like it. willing to kind yeah. of like study the stars. And like he was actually um, from the podcast that I was listening to, he was actually big on the concept of that the Earth revolved around the sun at the time. Like, so he was very much different Advanced. from a okay. lot of people during Got that time. Because, you know, everyone thought that everything revolved around the Earth. Because, so, like, know. God created the Earth. Right, right, right. And so he was very much like, nah, dude, like, studying of the stars, of astronomy, mm-hmm. astrology, all this stuff Got like that. It. And the 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 Quaker heads weren't too keen on it because... Quaker heads? Quaker heads. Is that what we're calling them? Yeah, the, the, the lead figures, I guess you could say. Okay. <laughs> Quaker heads. The heads of the Quakers? Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. I don't know what they're know, called. That's what, that's what I'm calling them. It's my podcast. Do oh, what the fuck you want. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm going to call them. Okay. It just sounds funny. Quaker Oats. Mm, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> anyway, um, so they, were, they weren't too keen on it because they considered it to be toying with things like paganism. Oh. That's why they were like, nah, bro. Got it. This ain't it. So it's believed that the creation of the Jersey Devil, or Jersey slash Leeds Devil, Came from social slander, so. Oh. Okay. So in other words, colonial pettiness. Got right. it. They were just like, oh, I heard that his wife gave birth to the devil. Right, right. Or, or more like they considered him to be the devil. Yeah. Okay. You know. So, um, but you know, kind of sticking with the whole colonial pettiness thing, there's yet another believed origin story of the Leeds slash Jersey Devil. It has more to do with slandering the Leeds family mm-hmm. due to their allegiances with England, leading up to the Revolutionary War. So again, it's going back to the whole slander thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's where they believe more that of how the story came about. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, you would think to yourself because you, you you're not hearing any of the descriptions of the creatures, so it's like kind of weird still. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's not why we're here. <laughs> we're not here because of the Leeds family. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. We're here for the creature that's been spotted and 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 an increase in sightings happening since the early 20th century. Mm. 
So we're going to stick with that, all right? Because, you know, it's, I, I'm here to freak you out in the process. <laughs> Mostly what, it, what it's been reported to do is that it's, it'll kill livestock and small animals. Mm-hmm. Aside from the origin story of, you know, Mother Leeds giving birth to the demonic child and, you know, it killing its dad and siblings, there is no other reportings of a human being killed by the oh, Jersey okay. Devil. Okay. So it mostly will raid chicken coops and farms and the prowl for small animals to feast on. So oh. leave it alone, man. It's vibing. It's yeah, doing its thing. I guess. You know? Um, but this is gonna be the lengthy part. Because we're gonna get to the sightings of it. Oh, okay. So the all the colonial stuff that was the stuff I had no idea about. I didn't. I've never heard the history of it. Yeah. I, so knowing that there's so many different origin stories of it mm-hmm. was the part I was like, oh my god, this is really fucking cool. I didn't realize that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I had heard of the of the you know uh, mother leads giving birth to a devil, or whatever, mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard about you know all the other stuff. So that's why I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> um, and don't worry, Benjamin Franklin will eventually come out at some point. Oh, okay. I, I didn't tease him just for the sake he's of teasing He's on his him. way. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> so in the 1840s, Hannah Butler shared uh, a story with a writer um, because within the Pine Barrens area, there was already talk of the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. She noticed by that point that she kind of disclosed a little too much information and kind of retreated back on it. She's like, oh, fuck. Okay. You know what I mean? But by then, he'd already written enough information and released it out to the general public. Oh, So okay. during that time was the first time that people outside of the region had heard of the jersey devil mm. it was very much just a local folklore like was it supposed to be like a secret i don't understand just people within the pine barrens would talk oh, about okay. it and so they kind of just kept that all to themselves mm. you know the, so, uh, like i said during that time was when it was finally released out to the general public to mm. know or hear of it but yeah they date back as the first sightings date back as as far as like the early 19th century okay. um it's reported that commandeer stefan decatur spotted a flying creature while he was touring an iron mill facility where they were making his cannonballs. Mm. So he decided to try to shoot it down with one, you know? Okay. Because of course he did. Uh, There's also another report that Napoleon's older brother, Joseph, claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting in the area around the 1820s. Okay. In the mid-1800s, there were reports of a number of livestock killed. Blamed on the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As well as instances of screeching happening in the middle of the night. Oh, no. There's something about the screeching. <laughs> Is that the ice machine? Yeah, it's the ice machine. Uh, yes, it's so it's loud. Screeching as Manny's talking about the screeching. It's the Jersey Devil. <laughs> it's the Jersey Devil. No, it's from the California. It's in the kitchen. It's in the ice machine. <laughs> it's in the Sears Robux house. I knew it. <laughs> Because of course it would be. Mm-hmm. It's hiding in the walls with the dwindles. I knew your guys' house was haunted with the Jersey Devil. <laughs> God damn it. That still ain't done, y'all. I know. She's screaming. Like, what? like the Jersey Devil. Ah. <laughs> it was like the Jersey Devil's stomach was growling. That's what it sounded like. You hungry? <laughs> I made chicken wings in a minute. Don't worry. Uh, in 1909, there was like a string of sightings happening mm-hmm. around the area of a flying beast leaving behind hoof tracks in the snow. Okay. Because, so, you know, it couldn't just be a horse or something like that, right? I mean, it could have been like a goat um, that flies. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. A flying goat. Yeah. Uh, horse yeah. <laughs> you know, a really you big know. one. Horseshoes. <laughs> Game horseshoes. Uh, so, another report had that a councilman by the name of E.P. Whedon was woken up in the middle of the night by loud knocking in his door mm-hmm. and wings flapping in the air. Okay. He saw hoof prints 
on the snow outside on his roof while seeing it flap away in the night sky. Mm, okay. Right. <laughs> Another instance has it that a police officer in Pennsylvania saw the creature and was close enough to shoot at it. But he didn't? He shot at it. Oh, okay. Because, you know. Because he's a police officer. Well, I was going to say, you know. Full uh, offense to all police officers you know, out there. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, like, good old 2A, you know? Like, he was clearly a terrible shot because the creature wasn't captured. Great. So, you know. Okay. Good job there, buddy. Uh, there was an instance where in 1925, a local farmer, because of course a local farmer, mm-hmm. shot an unknown creature and supposedly showed it to around 100 people who couldn't identify it either. Hmm. With another report similar to claiming, similarly claiming to have to have the corpse of the Jersey Devil back in like 1957. Hmm. Uh, a reporter for the Pennsylvania Bulletin reported in 1936, residents saw an unknown creature with glowing red eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could have been Mothman too, though. Uh, true. Fair. I mean, anyway. Like near Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because, like, yeah, around that area, right? Pennsylvania, yeah. like West Virginia, all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. Look at me sound like I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> you do. A gentleman by the name of E.W. Minister mm-hmm. saw the creature and described it differently than what has been previously shared. He said that it looked crane-like with long wings and a horned head of a ram. A horned head okay. of a ram? That's a completely different creature. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. He saw the devil. <laughs> Himself. That really was the devil. Just yeah. The devil. Yeah. It also apparently glowed with an eerie light. Oh, no. I don't oh, like that. Oh, must have had like a pregnancy glow or something. <laughs> a pregnancy glow. That means it was pregnant and I don't like that. Yeah. It makes it worse. <laughs> You're reproducing. You make it worse. There's more of them. Yeah. yeah. Little Jersey devil babies. I don't like it. Jersey devil. Oh. Oh. I hold you. No. Is it... No? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I like the Jersey devil. Because you not hold the Jersey yeah, okay, no, that's, that's fine. not nice. Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> it lives in the walls. Um, what's it doing there? Um, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> where's the consent? <laughs> Lastly, a liquor store owner by the name of John McEwen, and the reason why I brought that up, I'll mention in a minute. Mm-hmm. Reported seeing something that looked eagle-like on the ground outside his window. Okay. He described its cry as a combo of a record scratch and a factory whistle. Excuse me? That's a very oddly specific way to describe that. so specific. Like, mm, I mean, who knows? Whatever, you know. In 1960, there were were continued reports of tracks and noises heard in the woods. While in the same year, merchants in the area offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the creature, as well as offered to build a cage for it to be sent to the local zoo. Like, do they not know how to spend their money or something? Or, like, what? I think that's what they want to spend their money on. I don't know. (laughs) Interesting thing to note, though. There are two specific hotspots where people have had the most sightings of the Jersey Devil over the years. So when you travel down the Garden State Parkway and Atlantic City Parkway, it's known that you'll catch possible sightings of the creature there. Okay. Because apparently, I guess it likes the freeways or something. I don't know. It loves that turnpike. <laughs> you know, got to get somewhere quickly. So what do you do if you spot one? Or if you spot it? Um, I don't, I want to like, my instinct is to run again. But mm, it could fly. So I'm scared. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if you guys have listened enough at this point, you're going to know. Just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, don't get Just near get it. Just get away from it. Don't hold it, Manny. 
Aw, but it's a baby. <laughs> this one might not be a baby. You don't know. It's a baby crane looking thing. No, thank you. People with ram with... horns. <laughs> it's a ram. Nope. No. Oh. <sighs> it's All <tough>. right. <laughs> a hoax or legit? I mean, I love the Jersey Devil, so I want it just because I love it so much. I want to believe it. I want to believe it. I want to believe it too. But all of that sounds, you know, not not very um, easily vetted. Yeah, I feel like it kind of comes down to just slander. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Especially, um, watch. I'll send you the link for that that episode of the podcast. It's so okay. cool, man. Yeah. Um the the professor himself he does a lot of research combining um like uh, uh like early american history and crypt- cryptozoology stuff mm-hmm. so it's like really interesting to see the combination of things happening that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but kind of going back to the whole hoax legit thing mm-hmm. some believe it has to be more of a story built from rumors during the colonial times like we were mentioning mm-hmm. right there are others like jeff brunner from the humane society of new jersey who believes it has mentioned i'm kidding because <laughs> uh, it's always mange. <laughs> It's always me. It's always Mange, uh, who believes it's a sandhill crane that could help explain the sightings. So, kind of going back to the original uh, talk of it being a crane. So, this guy firmly believes it's a it's a, it's a crane. Mm-hmm. That's and that's what it is. And an, an outdoors an outdoorsman by the name of Tom Brown Jr. stated that he had been mistaken to be the Jersey Devil once. <laughs> So this poor guy is out there, you know, like wandering the forest and people like were freaking out thinking they saw the Jersey Devil when it was him that was Does wandering around. Does he have around. hooves or what? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, bro, Who what the fuck is okay. going on? Like, are you wearing orange to stand out? Like, you know. He has like, a forked tail. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. No wonder they thought it was the Jersey Devil. <laughs> of course. So I'm going to leave you with some random facts. Okay. The Jersey Devil is the official creature of New Jersey. Yay. Which I'm sure is not surprising. Yeah. yeah. It's also the inspiration for the NHL hockey team, the New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which makes me want to totally buy a New Jersey Devils jersey. <laughs> I like Martin Brodeur on my back for sure. Um, so Benjamin Franklin, I mentioned him earlier. Okay. Contrary to some information that's out there. Which I didn't even know it was out there, but I, I do know now. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin had no involvement in the connection or, uh, of the Leeds family um, and the development of the story of the Leeds double. Okay. So what, what, what happened was, going back to the almanac thing, mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin created his own almanac. I think it was called Poor Richards, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to create around the time that the Leeds Almanac was happening. Mm -hmm. And so there ended up being a dispute between the two of them to try to make themselves more popular. Okay. But from my understanding is that within that controversy or that bickering or fighting, at some point, Benjamin Franklin was attached to the Leeds devil story Mm -hmm. in that they believe that he was the one to kind of help push that story or that narrative. Oh, it's like just, um... Like, discount them. Right, right. To kind of draw more attention to himself, Mm -hmm. discredit them type of thing. But overall, um, like the professor had mentioned in the the podcast I was listening to, he's like, there's no real uh, written evidence to show that Benjamin Franklin did that. In fact, uh, he believes that he wasn't even aware of the Leeds Devil story that was wandering around. Um, but yeah, it was mostly more like commercial bickering between the two. Got it. So, um, but yeah, I didn't even know that either. That was like, are we sure? 
I don't know, man. Was Benjamin Franklin an asshole? Tell us. I don't know. I feel like yeah. right in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He had his own mistress and shit at one point too. <laughs> I'm um, sure he did. So this one's more of a random fact for the Pine Barrens. So there are other creepy legends associated with the Pine Barrens. Okay. Uh including the ghost of the black dog, mm-hmm. which sounds creepy enough as it is. The ghost of Pirate Captain Kid. Oh, okay. In ghost- the forest? Yes. Okay. The Pine Barrens. Uh Ghost of the Black Doctor. Okay. Fuck if I know. Uh Ghost of the Golden Haired Girl mm-hmm. and the White Stag. Mm-hmm. And this Sounds thing. Like this. <laughs> right? Also this thing called the Blue Hole. What? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Okay. The blue hole. Got it. There you go. And that is that for you. All right. That is the Jersey Devil in a nutshell. Oh, I still love him. I do too. And <laughs> and and knowing the stuff that I've learned now makes it even more intriguing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, hold on. There's so many different origin stories here. There has to be a, a combination of all three. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I'm going to stick by the fact that I believe it's a possibility. Although this one I feel might be a little more far-fetched too, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, I mean a little, but I still kind of love it. And like, let's say it was true that he was like a cursed baby. He didn't ask for that. No. It's not his fault. It's not his fault that mom decided to go for number 13. <laughs> it's not his fault she's never heard of contraceptive. <laughs> Girl, wrap <laughs> it up. Wrap it up. Was that a thing in the 1700s? No, they didn't have contraceptives in the 1700s. Oh, but they used bacon for lube. You know what? That's not the same. <laughs> and I wish we never had to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> we will forever talk about it at some point. <laughs> It's going to make it, it's going to rear its ugly head. Disgusting. (laughs) Anyway, Sarah. All right. Let's take it away. So it's my turn. Mine's kind of short, which is like a big uh, relief to me because of all the research I did for the last. (laughs) I know, man. You put in work. You put in work. All right. So today I kind of struggled with doing the research on this one because Every time I start talking about it, it starts happening to me. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. So I'm just hoping it doesn't affect me in any negative ways. Um, Let's talk about sleep paralysis. No! <laughs> oh. So I actually, I'm pretty, we're, I'm pretty sure I have sleep apnea. I haven't done a, a study yet, but I'm pretty sure I do because I wake up consistently throughout the night. Mm-hmm. And I have really bad allergies, so it's hard for me to breathe. Mm-hmm. And I snore very loudly. So something that happens with that is you can get um, sleep paralysis really easily that way. And I've had sleep paralysis throughout my life. So. Right. Um, So for those of you lucky bastards (laughs) out there that don't know what sleep paralysis is, it's a state of being in which your brain is awake, but your body isn't. And you sometimes have your eyes open and or you're hallucinating um, with your eyes closed, but you can't move. So either way, you're like frozen and it creates fear and panic and can last a few minutes or maybe even more in extreme cases. That Often. Sounds fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. Oh, my God. So. It's fucking terrifying. That sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. And like that's really like there is like a logical scientific explanation for it, but there's no explanation for the hallucinations you have. And a lot of people say they're very similar. And that's the scary part. I don't like this already. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're very spoopy today on this one i know (laughs) so 
Often people that experience other sleep disturbances experience sleep paralysis. So you, you have insomnia, sleep apnea, narcolepsy, or even PTSD. This might be a normal occurrence for you. Hmm. I can tell you as someone who's experienced sleep paralysis many times, it doesn't get less scary. I think I just learned to recognize when it was happening and like reason with my mind right. to like either fall back asleep or like attempt to move my limbs mm-hmm. um, because there's no getting out of it. Luckily, I've never had an episode where my eyes are open, so I haven't hallucinated per oh. se, but we can get into like why that happens to some people. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, okay. Like it used to happen to me like when I was younger about twice a year. No way. Yeah. Dude. So, uh, what? <laughs> like, there, only is, one time I ever hallucinated it, and my eyes weren't open. Is there, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to get to explain why that happens, right? Or why, why they think that happens, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. That, ah, that sounds scary. Okay. I don't like that. So there are three main things that are felt when you experience sleep paralysis. One is that you may like think there's an intruder in the room. Nope. And this is arguably the most terrifying one. You don't know if it's real or not, but you can feel someone watching you or coming toward you. Sometimes people hallucinate that you can see the person or the thing. Um, number two is you may have vestibular motor hallucinations. And that basically means you have an out-of-body experience. So you may feel like you're floating or flying out of your body or hovering over no. it. Kind of like you're astral projecting. Nope. Yeah. Number three, chest pressure hallucinations. This may feel like something or someone is sitting on your chest or pushing on it, which may cause you to feel like you can't breathe or you can't move even more. Oh, my God. Um, these things don't always happen, and they don't always happen during one episode. But, for example, I felt both chest pressure and that someone was in the room with me during an episode. But I rarely feel an out-of-body experience. Like, I didn't even know that was really tied. Those other two are bad enough. Like, it's very <laughs> you know? scary. Like, no. <laughs> like, I, how about I, I don't feel any of those. Thank you. Like, that'd be nice not to feel that'd any nice. of that. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. No. Oh, my God. So, fun fact. This is one explanation for alien abductions that occur oh. when a person is in bed and then wakes up hours later and is convinced that they saw aliens grab them before they blacked out. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Wow. Not to like discredit people, but like I'm sure there are aliens out there. Yeah. But I think in many cases where people think they're like missing periods of time and they wake up back in their bed, it could be that they had sleep paralysis. I'm, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Right. Knowing what we know about sleep paralysis now. Because we have now been educated. <laughs> so now I know we've all seen that famous painting from the 1700s by Fuseli, where a demon is sitting on top of a woman hanging off of a bed very dramatically. Yeah. 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 So, and at the time, that's really like all the explanation they had. Like they were like, oh, if you feel like that, it must be a demon fucking sitting on top of your chest. I mean, of <laughs> like course. they literally thought that. We just talked about the Jersey Devil guys, huh? <laughs> you know? I mean, of course it's going to be that. And more specifically, they thought the hallucinations and the weird sounds you can hear were also from demons. So they just thought, like, those are real and those are demons around you in your sleep. Girl, everything's diamonds. Specifically, they thought it was an incubus or a succubus. Of course it would be. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be? And I know we've talked about that on the show before, but those are demons that sexually assault you in your sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not cool. I don't know. (laughs) You leave that one alone, right? It doesn't know any better. In... Oh, it knows, and it acknowledges that it knows. It's true. It wants to do it. it wants to pinch that boot. In 1755, this man named Samuel Johnson created the term nightmare in a publication called A Dictionary of the English Language. So it's basically like one of the first dictionaries. Oh, wow. 
He was specifically referring to the feeling of sleep paralysis, and the word has German roots. So the suffix mare in German was what they called demons that torture you in your sleep, like specifically. And then that's what they thought all bad dreams were. So a nightmare just means a demon comes to you at night. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) I've learned something new today. That's really cool. Fun fact, some cultures called this the night hag. The what? (laughs) The night hag. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Let's try this again. Uh, Let's have a little more feeling. What is... Gotta say it again? The night hag. The night hag. (laughs) Even better. I like it. All right. Okay, okay. We're keeping that. (laughs) This can sometimes have positive consequences. So I'm going to tell you about a few random versions from different cultures around the world that likes to stop scaring you and like lift up your spirits a little bit about it okay (laughs) thank you whoever you got (laughs) so in albania they believe in mukti which is a man with a golden fez that appears to tired and run down women he stops them from moving in their sleep but it's said that if you can grab his golden fez he will grant you one wish dude (laughs) that's right aim for that fucking fez however if this does happen He'll think you're besties, and then he'll start visiting you all the time. <laughs> oh, damn it. Bro, it was just that one time, man. So you got to keep grabbing that fez, I guess. Give me that fez. <laughs> Bestie. There's some overlap in cryptid territory. In oh. that Egyptian culture, it's thought that sleep, pres- sleep paralysis is actually a djinn attack. And what? A djinn is like what we call a genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in Islamic culture like and, and other pagan cultures... Well, sorry, in Islamic culture and in pagan cultures, yeah, jinns exist in those cultures. Yeah, which I want to cover at some point in the near future. I would love that. I love a good jinn. Mm-hmm. It's said that a jinn is invisible and can kill its victims. They are also shapeshifters and prefer the form of a snake. Because they can shapeshift into humans, they can procreate with them. Oh, boy. Yeah. So jinns can be either good or evil. There's no inclination to either. Okay. Um, so if a djinn visits you in your sleep, they may hold you down and do something bad to you, or they could just be visiting. They don't really know TBH, so find out when it gets there, I guess. <laughs> Great. <laughs> We're going to all find out together. Yeah. Nice. Um, here's one of my faves. In Newfoundland, sleep paralysis is often just referred to as the old hag. Capital first letters, proper noun, the old hag. Okay. <laughs> Again, what the fuck I don't is know. Going on? Victims of the hag, which they think is a witch of some sort, are said to be victims of hagging or hag writing. As in the hag rides you. <laughs> what is fucking happening? The hag can either be male or female or even take the shape of an animal. Okay. Ways to keep it away range from keeping a Bible under your pillow, pretty standard. Okay. To calling the sleeper's name backwards. Weird, but okay. All right. And the wildest one I've seen is sleeping with a wooden board with nails facing up strapped to your chest. And they called these boards hag boards. And they were so prevalent in pop culture that they often featured in plays and films and stuff in like the 18th and 19th. The fuck? (laughs) I don't even, I don't have anything to say to that. You don't need a hag board when you go to sleep? No. What if you roll over and you stab your partner with your hagboard? Like, <laughs> sorry. What if you go to scratch your chest in the night and you stab yourself ah! with your hagboard? <laughs> knowing my clumsy ass in the middle of the night, probably would. For sure. I probably would. For sure. It, okay, Amy, it's either that or or or, or, or pinch butt in the middle of the night. Which one do you want? Yeah, 
take my pinched butt. <laughs> All right, I then. will survive that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I have a few accounts. Um, some that I found on Reddit and one that a friend wrote into me because I think people really want to know what it's like for others since the experience varies so much. Yeah. This one is from Reddit, and I hate to tell you it's from someone named King Colon. <laughs> Double K's, King Colon. <laughs> okay. Um, so this one says, I used to have sleep paralysis on a monthly basis. Most oh my God. of the incidents were basically the same. I'd be sleeping on my back. I could see the room, but couldn't move my eyes. Usually dark figures would appear in the peripheral of my vision. No. The figures would terrify me. I had no. to scream myself awake. Usually started as a low growl and developed into a scream. My significant other could testify to this. But a few occasions stand out. Once I had a dark figure whisper into my ear. It was some sort of nursery rhyme. The craziest part of it is that it was in mono. I could only hear it in the ear it was being whispered in. No. The scariest was I was surrounded by dark figures and they were stabbing me in the abdomen. No. The pain was so intense. I went to the hospital that morning because my appendix had burst. (gasps) What the fuck? I really think that's really freaky when our brains are trying to reconcile what's happening in real life and you dream about it. Yep. Like, definitely, I've been like, oh, I've been shot or stabbed, and I'll wake up, and I'll be like, oh, I just have stomach cramps. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What that happens to me all the time. That's what our, but that's what our dreams are. Like, mm-hmm. 90% of the time, we're just trying to, it's our brain's way of processing information that we don't know how to make sense of. So that's why we'll see, like, people on the street, and they'll play into our dreams, because we're, like, trying to process whatever mm-hmm. that scenario was that we didn't have an explanation. That is so crazy. So weird. Just that so is so amazing. crazy. Yeah. I've also, like, side side note, I've heard that you can't read in your dreams, but I don't think that's true. Because I had a dream recently where I was, like, look trying to look something up, mm-hmm. and I read something that didn't have anything to do with what I was looking up. And then the next thing I read had to do with the answer. And I repeated the top part to somebody else. So I remembered what it said. And I, why would I make that up? That doesn't yeah. make sense. That's crazy. So. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if that's true, but I don't think it's true. Right. I don't know. Well, I mean, they also say that, that, that um, if you're like speaking a foreign language for a certain amount of time, you start dreaming with that language. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Spanish when I Spanish. <laughs> Sometimes I would dream like in Spanish when I was younger because oh, I knew more so Spanish. <laughs> I don't please know don't. as much Spanish now. Well, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do better, babe. <laughs> okay. This right. next one is from don't underscore eat underscore me. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. This person said, not me, but this is what my friend told me when he had it. Okay. Woke up, but noticed he couldn't move his body. So he just sat there looking forward. No. He started hallucinating because he was like half asleep. I don't know if this is normal to do or just his experience. He sees a weird man hobble into his room and next to his bed. He can't see him anymore because he is in this blind spot next to his bed. After waiting in fear for a few minutes, he pops his face right in front of his head and he's covered in blood. No. I don't remember what he said happened next, but maybe he woke up. No. (laughs) No. No, thank Mm -hmm. you. That sounds fucking terrifying. Okay, so now I have one from someone who wrote in to us. Um... It's Hannah. (laughs) Hannah. Oh, you're awesome, man. Okay. Seriously. She says, hi, Sarah and Manny. I heard you're looking for sleep paralysis stories, and I have a weird one for you. Okay, cool. She says, so I used to get really bad colds all the time, especially when I was a kid, and sometimes I had fevers as high as 104. Oh, shit. Um, For those of you, that's Fahrenheit. 
in the world. I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, what the yeah, Celsius yeah. conversion is. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> okay. So it says, so I'm about six or seven, and I have one of these bad fevers. I've been in bed all day, and I'm using a ton of tissues. And as a sick kid does, I'm just kind of leaving them all over the bed. Mm-hmm. Side note, at this time, I have a dimmer switch and sleep with the light on low, so it's not super dark in my room at night. At some point, I wake up in the middle of the night on my back. First, I watch as all the tissues littering my bed turn into little white crabs and start walking all around me. I'm confused, but not particularly alarmed by this. Okay. But then I see a giant Pacific octopus, the big red kind. What the fuck? Coming toward my bed. It's walking along the floor with most of its legs in a really creepy, menacing motion that's hard to describe. Almost like slithering. It two of its arms, it's holding a small stack of wood. I'm absolutely terrified because what the fuck, but I can't move at all. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm being held down to the bed. The octopus proceeds to dump the wood in my bed and the wood catches fire. Uh-huh. He doesn't actually use his little octopus arms to light a match or anything. It seems <laughs> to just happen pyrokinesis style. I still can't move or make any noise at this point and resign myself to be murdered by an octopus. Okay. But after about 10 seconds, everything kind of suddenly shifts back to normal and the octopus wood and fire are all gone. And I can see the crabs were really just used tissues. I feel really dizzy and sweaty and my heart is pounding. It takes a few minutes to calm down, but I realize I can move again and I guess I fall back to sleep eventually. I didn't have any fear of octopi as a kid. My biggest concern was actually jellyfish. So I have no clue why my sleep paralysis demon was an octopus in this case. But I always think of that experience when I see a giant Pacific octopus now. And to be fair, that's not that often. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this glimpse into a truly terrifying moment in my childhood. Hugs, but with two arms, not eight, Hannah. (laughs) Thank God. Oh, my God, dude. That is... Imagine being lit on fire as a child. (laughs) Kind of terrified by an octopus. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to visualize this thing coming towards your bed. Yeah. And you can't move. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> by the way just so you guys know 104 degrees fahrenheit uh is 40 degrees celsius okay so, so i'm guessing that's pretty bad for y'all because it's bad for us yeah. <laughs> for for you canadian people <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> that's bad i wanted you guys to realize how bad it was <laughs> that was pretty bad i mean that might be the same for you I <laughs> it's all bad it's all bad yeah so with mine, I'm normally like my eyes are closed. I cannot move. I'm like trying to like put my hands feel really heavy. Like I can't move at all. Mm-hmm. Um, a few times I've definitely felt like someone is in the room with me. Like someone's watching me. Like someone sat on the edge of the bed. No. Um, I've definitely felt like someone was like I felt like someone got on top of me and was pushing down on my chest. Sometimes I just wake up and I feel like someone's already sitting there. Mm-mm. Um. Mm-mm. I've had once, only one time I've had a hallucination that like something came into my room and it was like bright and glowing and it like, like the power of it like pushed against me. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up like immediately. That's mm-hmm. the only hallucination I've ever had with that. Is there like any uh, specific thing that you've noticed prior to that happening? Like, say, like something happening during the day and when you go to bed at night that you're like, okay, I like. This tends to be the common thing that happens leading up to that. Um, I would like, I guess maybe stress brings it on. 
Okay. Um, when I was younger, I was very like depressed and I couldn't sleep. I had insomnia. Mm-hmm. So I would stay up like till seven in the morning and sleep for like three hours and then go do whatever I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I wouldn't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. So that also would trigger that, of course. So it could be a combination of all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I would say like a lot, a lot of people say that when you, when you fall asleep on your back, that happens. Oh. And I've noticed that every time it's happened to me, I am asleep on my back. And I, I don't sleep on – I fall asleep on my side or my stomach. Mm-hmm. So to wake up on my back, normally I know that if I wake up and I'm on my back and all of a sudden I feel like I can't open my eyes, I am having sleep paralysis. And it's become easier for me to recognize. So I don't hallucinate as much. Like I don't think someone's there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I understand that like I either have to wake myself up or go back to sleep. Right. So I usually focus on like breathing and like trying to move my extremity. So I'll try to move my hand. But yeah, it's very scary because like uh, there is one thing that I like, I literally hate to close my eyes when I wash my hair in the shower because I'm like, what if something comes in here? What if somebody's in here with me? Like, I don't like not being in the know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very like unknown and mysterious, like to be like trapped in a sleeping position. Uh, That sounds terrible. It's so scary. That sounds terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) So my sources for that were the Wikipedia on sleep paralysis. Um, WebMD, SleepFoundation.com, Time.com, USA.com, and The New Yorker. The New Yorker. The New Yorker. All right. <laughs> Yay. Yay. For sleep paralysis. <laughs> so scary. And the Jersey Devil and everything in between that we've talked about. This spooky, spooky episode. This, this is a good one. Yeah. This is a good one. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I think we're going to keep this one. Yeah. We're, we're not going to throw it out in no, trash? No. I, think, I think this is it. <laughs> and it's a keeper. Okay. Uh, it's a Got keeper, it. guys. Got it. They're all keepers. When I was young and I lived with my uncle and my tia, uh-huh. um, I slept in the back room. It was like a den. And I swear, I swear, it was a dark, big shadow coming over my body. I was on my back. Oh, shit. Hit black. Came. It was like, he loved me. And I could not scream. See? I could not get it off me. I could not get it off mm-hmm. But I could see, like, horns in the so yeah, I told you that's a really common experience. Yes. What it's the so fuck? creepy. Yes. Like one nope. time, I d- there was another time in high school where I definitely hallucinated that there was like a black form on my right, and then it just shifted out of my peripheral, and I kept trying to move my head to see it, and I couldn't, and it kept getting closer and closer no. and closer. And I just, I eventually went back to sleep and then woke up. Yeah, but I don't know. I always attributed that to like the fact that like I had been up for like two or three days at that point. Yeah, so I mean, that could also be it too. Yeah. You're right. Oh my god. Yeah, it's so creepy. It's so, so creepy. Very upsetting. I'm never going to sleep now. (laughs) And that's why I don't like to even talk about it because then I'll be like, I'll be thinking about it and then it'll happen to me. We will not. So, not tonight. We will not. Not tonight. You just learned about the Jersey Devil today. (laughs) Stick with that. Yes. Stick with that. He's fine with his little wings, his little tail. (laughs) Oh, the baby. Oh, the baby. (laughs) And he's like, stop it. You're not carrying a baby. I love him. I love him, too. (laughs) I love him even more now. Yeah. So there you go. All right, Sarah. Anything else before we rapidly wrap? Not rapidly wrap. I don't know. I don't know, Dad. (laughs) I feel like I need to get a shirt that says rapidly wrap. Oh, God. And then free range, cage free, and even... You need, like, little finger guns. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else? I want you to know that finger guns are stereotypical of bisexuals. So... Fuck. <laughs> it's 
Got him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole group of people that just finger guns. I want you to know. <laughs> we'll let you figure what out. Yep. What that means. You you could piece it together. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. All right. right. And with that, happy Pride Month. (laughs) We are releasing this during Pride Month. Yeah. And with that as well, make sure to stay curious. And stay creepy. Bye. Bye.